0: What is a law clerk? A lot of people have heard the term and maybe don't know what it is. On today's podcast, we are going to learn about what a law clerk is, what they do, and we will introduce you to Hightower Ref Laws to Law Clerks.
1: Welcome to the Lady Lawyer League podcast. They're a league of lady lawyers in an all-female law firm in Omaha, Nebraska, called Hightower Ref Law. On this podcast, you'll hear stories of what it's like to be a lady lawyer and an entrepreneur. Now it's time to talk about the law, share real-life stories about representing clients, and discuss the current events of the week. It's the Lady Lawyer League podcast with Susan Ref and Tracy Hightower-Henny.
0: Hi, Allie. Hi, Amit. Welcome to the Lady Lawyer League podcast.
1: Thanks. So happy to be here.
0: Thanks. Um, So, currently, Allie and Ahmet are both students at Creighton Law School, and they are both law clerks at Hightower Ref Law. So, how long, let's start, how long have you been law clerking with us, Allie? So, I started last May, so almost a year now. Almost a year, and Ahmet, you've been here a couple months, right?
1: Yeah, I've been here just over a month.
0: Awesome. Um, so let's talk about what a law clerk is because that's like the point of the podcast today, right? What, in your words, what is a law clerk? And then we'll go we'll go and I'll I'll tell you what I think it is. A
2: law clerk, here we get to do a little bit of everything. We get to um, help draft documents. We get to do a lot of observing. We get to go to court um, and watch different hearings. We get to, Observe consults. So we kind of get to do a lot of everything.
1: It's actually really great. I always look at law school and med school as um, similar in terms of kind of how much work is involved. But, you know, after med school, usually people go to a residency, and I kind of feel like being a law clerk is like being a resident while you're going through law school. It's where you kind of get all of your training and it really does depend a lot on each yeah. law firm. Um, so here, like Ali said, um, we kind of get to do a little of everything.
0: And people use, there now there are people who are lawyers who have a title of law clerk, and those are people that work with a judge and they're usually kind of doing a lot of the research and writing, the behind the scenes work for the judge usually at a pretty high level, like Supreme Court, Court of Appeals, you know. So we're not using the term law clerk today in that sense, but that is another way the term law clerk is used. Law clerk is also a term for a law student who is working in a law firm. Fair to say, you think? Am, yeah. I, am I describing it the way everyone is thinking of it? Yeah, I think that's yeah. pretty accurate. And there's also internships that law students can do, but that's different.
2: Yeah, I think usually that's when law students go and work for I
0: feel like usually it's bigger companies where they do internships. So it's a little different. And they're getting they're usually getting school credit for that or yeah. they're being supervised and they they have to meet certain expectations for their law school or their class or something
2: like that. Yeah, it's I think it's it's one of their classes is being an extern for a judge or a company or whoever they're doing it for yeah
0: so amit you're a third year law student and Allie, you're a second year law student so amit's getting ready for graduation pretty quick here
1: oh can't come soon enough we're (laughs) seven weeks away so i'm pretty excited
0: and then Allie will have another year after this school year and then she will graduate so let's talk about why you decided to go to law school
1: well, I can start. Um, I am a non-traditional student, so I... What does that mean? That means that I did you not don't come, books, right? <laughs> You don't
0: use books, you don't, you're just like...
1: I like to do it my own way, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> I, I actually had a career in between undergrad and going to law school, so I worked in several different fields in several different capacities, but always knew that I wanted to go back to grad school And just because of how the world seemed to me, sort of in the last five, ten years, um, I realized that I didn't have an understanding of what rules kind of govern all of us. Um, And you know, just in terms of the political situation in the world today, and how everyone seems to have a lot of the understanding of or or opinions on things of which they don't understand, it was really kind of a driving factor for me personally to Uh go back to law school to learn a little bit more about all the things that that we all sort of uh, live by, all the rules that we live by, and constitutional law and things like that was yeah. what I was looking forward to the most. I did not realize I was gonna learn more about contracts and property than I was constitutional law. But you know, so that that's kind of what drove me to law school. Um, and um, also I was just really interested in sort of helping people directly. Um, yeah. And that I think law school allows you to do.
0: Yeah, awesome. You know, law is really, can really be a service-oriented field if that's the tract you end up in. And, and here at Hightower Ref Law, obviously we're a, a service industry, and we work directly with clients day to day, all the time. So, what made you decide to go to law school, Allie? So, I was a psychology major,
2: and I was originally- Ooh, um, deep in the brain. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> but I was originally, I wanted to go to dental school, so I was pre-dent, and I was taking all the prereqs for that and took organic chemistry one and it was just too much to handle and I didn't want to do the next semester. So I just kept going with my psych degree and I took a psychology of law class and I absolutely loved it. Um, And my teachers were current law students so I just talked to them more. Yeah, it was actually really cool. Um, So I just talked to them more and I really liked what we were learning. So I just decided to take the LSAT and then apply for law school.
0: You know, it's interesting. We've learned by having a lot of the attorneys on the podcast here that a lot of lawyers started in like a pre healthcare field, you know, pre med, pre dental school, maybe nursing, and then they end up like, holy cow, this heavy science isn't for me. But I also think a lot of people in pre healthcare like the idea of helping people and the people connection you would get in a healthcare field that you can also get in. In law,
2: yeah, that was definitely. I wanted to work with people and to help people, um, and so this was just a different way of doing it. And then, yeah, yeah, you still get to work with people every day and help people, but it's just different.
0: Yeah. Now, Ahmed, I know when we were interviewing with you, you mentioned that you have a lot of connections with other lawyers, like friends, maybe some family members who are lawyers who kind of you know gave you some advice about law school and or clerking jobs. So. How much did that weigh into whether you were going to go to law school or not you know what other people thought and the advice they gave you
1: Well well the friends of mine who told me to go to law school I'm not friends with anymore <laughs> <laughs> no they they, um, they were really helpful they owe um, you big time <laughs> <laughs> that's right they misrepresented it yeah i'm trying to figure out whether or not there's a cause for action there <laughs> um, no it was actually really helpful because uh, you know being non-traditional, I was worried about whether or not I could kind of handle some of the rigors of it it you know we talked about um, Allie and I have actually have a very similar background. I mean, I was pre-med, so we both had a lot of science, and I actually really liked the hard science. I was also a psychology major, Ooh. and majored in neuropsych. Um, so
0: you've both diagnosed me already, right?
1: <laughs> we, yeah. have, we, we have We have thoughts. meetings about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah we talk a <laughs> yeah. lot, uh, yeah. but, but they were really very helpful because um, many of my friends have either law firms or have been associates for a very long time, and they kind of told me what types of things are important. Um, to look for, not just in law school, but after you graduate and when you work for a firm, um, to be discerning about the culture that mm-hmm. was at a firm. The partners at a firm usually set the tone. I've got friends who are in that situation or have been part of that situation for a long time. Um, so that was really helpful because it made me realize that culture was such an important part of where I was going to work.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I, th- I think that that's being emphasized a lot more in in the Work world than it used to be. Oh, I agree. And it started as work-life balance, and it was really only for women, right? It was like touted as, "Oh, can women have work-life balance?" And now it's, I think, you know, for Allie's generation, they're they've grown up like expecting this from their careers, or you know, really striving to find it. So, do you have lawyers in your family, Ally? I do not. I
2: don't. I don't think I even really knew anybody who was a lawyer before I decided to go to law school. It was kind of a very quick decision, yeah. but yeah.
0: And here you are. Yeah, and here I am. It worked out pretty good. So you both have worked in other law firms too before you came and worked with Hightower Ref Law. That's right. So tell like let's talk about those experiences and and you know what what that was like and did that Shape your decision, you know, at all about future choices? Yeah, so in undergrad, um, after
2: I decided I wanted to go to law school, I worked for a firm in Lincoln that did mostly collections and a little bit of personal injury. And I loved all of the people there. It was great. Um, Definitely made me still want to go to law school and keep going with that. But I think it did change my mind about wanting to do like collections or tax law or business law, stuff like that. Kind of changed my mind on that. Yeah.
0: So you, you kind of got to see two different areas of the law yeah. and like how it works behind the scenes. Yeah. That's a, that's, those are great experiences too, I think.
2: Yeah, it definitely helped me have a little bit better idea of what I wanted to go into or what type of law I wanted to practice. Or what you didn't want to do. Yeah, more specifically <laughs> what I didn't want to do.
1: It's a really important thing to know what you don't want to do. I I had a a similar experience, I worked for a law firm that kind of did a little of everything and I had two reasons. I I knew the partners uh, socially and they're friends of mine and so um, it was a great opportunity to sort of get a survey experience with a a lot of different types of law Um, and I loved it and I was ready to work there after graduation um, but I kind of realized talking um, to Tracy Hightower, Along the way, a little bit who's about who's she? Yeah, couldn't be here today. <laughs> no, I <but>, mean, uh, <laughs> I I just thought that they don't I have four microphones,
0: focused. so if you two were going to be on, it was just going to have to be three of us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, so she's out. We pushed her out. Yeah, um, but it was uh, I I found that this firm definitely had a lot more of a focus that was in line with what I wanted to do, and I did kind of learn where I wasn't as interested working at my last law yeah. firm. Um, and also, I think that when you have a good culture, which I did at the last law firm, it's nice to know that you're going to a place that's at least as good. Yeah. Um, so.
0: Well, that's nice to hear. Thank you, Amit. Of course, I appreciate yeah. that. You know, so do you think you can say that there are certain areas of law you definitely don't want to practice?
1: I, I think so. I, I will be honest. I don't I don't know that I can say that definitively because I'm still learning so much and there are a lot of areas that I thought I wouldn't be interested in all. I know that I, I'm not interested in working for big law at all. Well,
0: well, tell people what big law means because I think probably here at the table we know what big law means, but sure, yeah. not... Maybe the general population doesn't know.
1: Yeah, you know, in the
0: episode of Suits or the show Suits.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. I mean, I worked for a large um, Fortune 50 company for like 18 years before I went to law school, and the culture is very impersonal. I'm sure lots of people listening have worked for large companies, and that is a whole different culture. and so in in this city, there's a handful of law firms that have you know a hundred lawyers that work for them and and um, they do a lot of corporate work, mergers and acquisitions and bankruptcies yeah. on a large scale. To me, it seems like it's very impersonal. It's not as service oriented as I wanted to be. Um, and the culture is oftentimes not as organic. And I feel yes. like if you have that culture, it translates to the clients you talk to because they can appreciate it. They know they're talking to a person as opposed to just a representative of a large company. Yeah. Um, and I know I didn't want to do that. So that's part of what drove me to, um, I didn't interview with a single company like that. I went to some of the OCIs and I had friends that were there, my next door neighbor works, and talked to me a little bit about going over to uh, that large company and I, it just didn't appeal to me at all.
0: Yeah. What I always said was, "You said big law. I said I don't want to make old, old rich white guys more rich.
1: Yeah, moving like, piles I mean, of money around. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, um, I like to see the cause and effect, you know, on a day to day basis more than you know being that cog in the wheel.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, one of the things I think too that's very different about our law firm than like a big law firm or a firm with, you know, more lawyers than what we have is you actually get to see the outcome of your work. Whereas I think at some of those firms, like especially when you're newer, you do one piece of the puzzle and you maybe never get looped in, what was the result, was it successful? Did what you worked on even matter? Did it make a difference? Um, and for some people that's not important. You know, they're, they're comfortable doing their part, and that's okay, but that's, that's not for me at all. That was, I never wanted to work at a law firm. A big law firm. I was always thinking, you know, government or small law firm. So.
1: And there's another little wrinkle in this whole law clerk thing. Once you uh, finish your second year of law school, you can get what's called senior certification, which um, basically allows you to handle cases on a limited basis directly under the supervision of a licensed attorney. And that's nice because if you have the right law firm, they'll give you experience directly handling things um, that you weren't able to do or might not be able to do otherwise.
0: And our goal here, um, we've never had a senior certified law clerk until Amit came because our our other law clerks have always been, have not been third years. So that's, you have to have finished your second year or in your third year. I can't remember. You have to finish your second year so you can start in that summer in between. uh, Yeah, so
2: in a couple months. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, our goal is to give give our law clerks you know, real life experience and being a senior certified law clerk is definitely one of the best ways to do it. When I was a senior certified law clerk, I was clerking at the Douglas County Public Defender's Office and they were in this weird phase where they couldn't hire any attorneys. They were, the county was like on a hiring freeze or something, but they were short staffed. So myself and another senior certified law clerk basically were given two full caseloads and told, call the people, call the prosecutor, organize the case, blah, blah, blah. We could work out plea agreements. We could talk with the judge. We just couldn't appear in court unless we were with another attorney. And so then we would just pick up the phone and be like, okay, we have to actually go to court on this. Because, you know, in criminal cases, you don't, You're in court when you're pleading, doing a motion, or being sentenced. Otherwise a lot of it's like those negotiations. So I'd pick up the phone and call and they would just send a random hot body up and that person would just sit there with me and I would do the whole thing. And I would love to be able to give that experience to someone else where here's the file, you call the client, You, you you work out a deal i'll review everything you know i'll hold your hand i'll whatever guidance you need and then we'll get there at the end to whatever the outcome of the case is going to be but you really have been able to see the case from start to finish and yeah. the two of you you know with you're still going to school though like you have to balance work yeah yeah
1: that's the toughest thing. <laughs>
0: work, school, work, yeah. and then have a life, you yeah. know. And and we definitely support that here too. So how how do you do that as a law clerk? How do you balance your homework and <laughs> oh gosh, and HR law work and then like social life and yeah. family and I
2: think this semester or this whole year I kind of got lucky. Um, Creighton, I feel like for the most part doesn't um, after your first year you don't have classes on Friday, so I get to be here you know for that full day and then thankfully the way my schedule worked out is I only have classes in the afternoons so I get to be here every single day at least for a little bit yeah Um, so that worked out pretty well so when do you do your homework (laughs) (laughs) I try to do it every night but I try to get a lot done on like Sundays so then like read for the week on Sunday and then just kind of refresh each night but yeah Amit and I were both on Um, an international moot court competition team. And so that was kind of taking up a lot of our weekend time as well and outside of school as well. So that was kind of hard to balance that on top of school, on top of work and then still attempting to have a social life too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's hard. Um, Actually, because of COVID last year, and uh, I didn't get a chance to experience a lot of the things I wanted to in law school, so I sort of overloaded this last semester. Um, You know, Creighton, they really want you to take a lot of classes that are important for the bar, so I have, up until the competition ended that Ali just talked about, we really, I don't think I had much balance at all. Um, And I would also do my homework on the weekends, um, but, now it's a little, we got about 18 hours a week back after yeah. the, after the competition ended so um, so it's nice to be able to finally um, you know say hi to my kids.
0: yeah um, And yeah, what is what's it like? I'm gonna ask you for your specific perspective Ahmed, about being the non-traditional student being you know a married person with kids like mo I would say more more often than not people go pretty quickly to law school after undergrad. So maybe a year or two off or a handful, but mo- I'd say you're not the traditional law student in that most of them are not married or don't at least have two kids and you're you're an established person, you know, like you're
1: like you're, a real grown up. You're
0: you're not you're not 25. <laughs> yeah. We'll just say that.
1: Yeah, I am definitely not 25. Um, but I You have to have a very supportive partner. Um, So my wife is really the only reason I was able to do this. But she's got a very demanding job at a local hospital as well. And so uh, there's a lot of taking kids to school before work and handling basketball practices and birthday parties and sicknesses and and things like that. So you have to kind of make that work and fit it in somehow. Um, A lot of late nights and early mornings, that's a big part of it. Um, but a lot of going to law school is also showing your kids what, how you prioritize things in life. So my kids love the fact that I'm in school with them. We can study together. Um, cool. Uh, so that's kind of fun. Um, so it's been, it's been an experience, um, not so great that I can't wait for it to be over, but also pretty important. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, so what are some of the things that you like about clerking, like being a law clerk? I love all
2: of it, honestly. I love working here. If I could work here all day every day instead of going to school, I would do it in a heartbeat. Um, But I think my favorite things are, I love getting to draft some of the different documents. Um, I know, Susan, you let me do that a lot for a lot of your cases. But then we get to talk about it and then I get suggestions on, oh, we actually do it this way or however it works. Um, Yeah, I like doing that and I like going to hearings a lot too. I think that's one of the best ways to learn is because we get to see what actually happens with yeah. the
0: case and not just hear about it afterwards or read a case from, you know, 1912. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in law school yeah. theoretically like this is what could happen. Yeah.
1: Right, absolutely, <laughs> chasing foxes and trains and things. Um, I, and
0: widgets, there's and a lot of a lot widgets. Of, right. Everything's cases, a widget. Right. There's a lot of fires that happen when you're in law school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: there's there's trains
0: on fire, there's, there's factories on fire. There's, that's yeah. what I remember yeah. a lot A lot of, of fire and a lot yeah. of widgets. Boats on fire. A lot of yeah. boats
1: on fire. Yeah. Um, yeah, so not as much of that in family law as I hoped. But, you know, <laughs> There's um, no, widgets no widgets in family law. Hey, I do have <laughs> a
0: case that involves fire. We can talk about the it. I'm excited, here we go. And it's a family law case. Perfect, <laughs> interesting.
1: I I love going to the hearings. Uh, at, at my last firm, I was able to kind of take a couple of cases from the you know intake stage through as much as I could, but you know. Um, I have loved being here, and being able to go to as many hearings as I have, because it's tough in law school to get comfortable in a courtroom. You're not there, you know, you don't, unless you're working outside of law school, you don't see the cases, you don't see how the judges speak to uh, the people, and you know, the protocol is very challenging. So, I've been, I've learned so much in the last month and a half, just by going to hearings, it's been great. I
2: think it's really cool here too, because all of the attorneys, every time I go with any of the attorneys, everyone's really good about introducing us, to the other lawyers, but to the judges too. So I think Mm -hmm. I've met all of the Douglas County judges just because everyone's really good about introducing us. And so I think that makes it feel more
0: comfortable too.
1: Absolutely, it's been great.
0: You know, now that you've both gotten to see some court hearings and then you go back to the law school and you hear them talk about things, you're like, I know that's not how it happens. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've heard a judge swear at people. I've heard a judge yell at people. I've heard them, you know. Talk more casually. Like, you're like, that's not how it happens. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's easier to keep perspective because I think a lot of people in law school are very just in the eye of the tornado. And and Mm -hmm. it's nice to get out and see things from a different perspective.
0: Yeah. So, do you think that, I mean, family law is a tough area of the law. And, you know, it's the majority of what we do here. And I think it's the majority of what we're exposing you two to because of our volume of cases. Do you think that your your ideas or perspectives on divorce and family law cases has changed from the time that you've gotten to see some real things in action here? I think so, yeah.
2: I think, I mean, I knew, I had a general idea of what family law was before I started here, but I think it's very interesting how different every single case is. Like in theory, the process and the steps are the same for each case, but every single case here is so different. And I think that's kind of cool though, because it keeps it exciting, it's not ever
0: boring. No, I
1: I would agree with that. (laughs) That's part of what drew me to it. And I think that you see the um, emotions that are involved and how difficult it is for people to get through it. And I think I, I knew that that was gonna be the case. I mean, I was aware. On an abstract level, but it's like having kids; they tell you, but you don't really, you don't really understand until you do it. And, yeah. and I think this is probably the beginning edges of, of that. For yeah.
0: Me. So let's wrap up and, and maybe chat about one thing that you're excited to maybe experience before you're not, you're no longer a law clerk and you're actually a lawyer. Like, what's something you're really looking forward to experiencing here? At, I mean, not in life. I mean, I know we. Allie's going on vacation here pretty yeah. soon. <laughs> big vacation to like Mexico. Mexico, yeah. Yeah. Oh, not that. Wonderful. Like yeah. work, work wise. What are you looking forward to?
2: I'm really excited. Um, so yeah, I'm only a second year right now, but so this summer, I can get my senior certification. So I'm kind of excited yeah. to do that and get to do a little bit more than I can now. So I'm excited for that.
1: Yeah, I, um, I'm gonna take a cop-out on this question, I think. I'm, just, I'm really excited to just do more of the same. So far, yeah. it's been fantastic, and I feel like the, every day I'm learning so much more going to these hearings, so I'm looking forward to a few months of this because in between here and the law license is about three months of mind-numbing studying for the bar, so that's, uh, it's, it's too much to say I'm excited for that, yeah. so there you go.
0: More of the same is not a cop-out, yeah. I don't think, so. Um, I appreciate that that you want to keep doing it too so well this has been awesome to hear from you too and hear like what you like about what you do and then that opens the door for me to potentially get you two more involved in some of my cases so what fantastic. i really need from yeah. both of you is you just to be here more <laughs> <laughs> i would love to can you tell your professors you need to just be at work
1: if you could write a letter to yeah, my if you could write juvenile a letter, justice that'd be fantastic that. that'd be perfect
0: well, you know, you could write it and I'll just sign it. Maybe <laughs> I can make that happen. That That's awesome. what
1: being a law clerk is all about, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. We just summed it up. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Point taken. All right. Thanks, Amin. Thanks Allie for being here. It was awesome. Thanks, this is Thank fun. You. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Thank you for listening to the Lady Lawyer League podcast, and be sure to like and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. If you would like to learn more about our firm, Hightower Rep Law, please visit our website at hrlawomaha.com. We'll see you next week.